Hi everyone, this is the Incept Connect podcast. I am John Osberg, growth strategist at Incept here in downtown Buffalo. I'm joined today by a great friend of mine, uh, someone who you know is a friend of our fearless leader, Michael Davin, our CEOs, and someone that I've uh, really learned from afar and have been positively impacted by over the years. None other than Stas Balanevsky of EOS Worldwide. Stas, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to see you. We, this is take, uh, not take two, but this is uh, 2.0 for us. So I had you last right. year on my Power of Osmosis show. Uh, we got an insight as to what EOS is and how it can really help uh, you know your entrepreneurial minded business and what it can do to help you really grow and scale. And uh, so today, uh, this is, again, as always, the purpose of this podcast is to talk about how by building you know community, by building relationships, doing the right thing, giving um, in whatever capacity can really help accelerate your growth in what I like to say is commerce, community commerce, but in business mm-hmm. uh, and in life. So um, for those that are watching, listening, who may not know you, let's hear a little bit more about your path to Nostas, what you do and uh, what you're all about. Sure. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, I am an EOS implementer. There's a, just under 500 of us around the world. Um, and I help business leaders get what they want from their business. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, business leaders always hit this point of inflection. They hit a ceiling where the business starts to run them. And EOS is the perfect operating system to help really channel all the human energy on their leadership team and get everybody rowing the boat in the same direction so that the leaders are in a position to let go of some things, stop micromanaging some things um, and really live the EOS life. Right. Gino Wickman, the founder of EOS, wrote a book called The EOS Life, which we discovered is a byproduct of running EOS. And um, it's sort of five components, which is doing what you love with people you love, making a big difference, being compensated appropriately with time for other passions, which is sort of why we do this whole thing. That is music to my ears and I'm sure to a lot of those that are listening's ears, um, those those core kind of tenets of EOS, wow. Yeah. And that's, and like you said, doing what you love with the people that you love, making a difference, you know, and, and being compensated appropriately, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yep. Um, you know, that's that's a lot of where I think by building community, you can build your business, you know, profile business 100%. life, right? Um, can you drill a little further on, on some of those components and how mm-hmm. it can help a business? I'm curious. Sure. Well, I mean, EOS is divided into six key components, right? The vision component of figuring out where you want to go, how you're going to get there. The people component, making sure you have the right people in the right seats, doing the right stuff to make the vision happen. A data component where you have a scorecard with leading indicators of performance where, you know, there are dials and levers you can pull when things go off track. There's the issues component, which is what teaches us how to identify, discuss and solve issues, going past symptoms into the actual issue by sometimes acting like a toddler and just asking why, 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 why to get to what is actually at root, which is amazing. Then the process component, which is what allows us to scale, right? So if we're doing everything kind of like for the first time, well, like look at your setup here, right? There's a process, it's set up. So it's repeatable, which is why it looks the same, which is why people want to be on your podcast, (laughs) right? And then the final component is the traction component, making sure that you have the right meeting pulse and that everybody in the company has rocks, which are like 90 day priorities or projects that have a start and an end and are smarted. So specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound. So I was with a company the other day, they have 135 employees. Mm. You know, people take on average three to seven rocks a quarter. And I said to the, um, to the visionary, I said, you know, you're gonna have a thousand rocks completed in a year. Like a thousand projects. Wow. Think about that. Quantifiable. He's like, that's incredible. I, I said, now the projects could be as simple as clean out the storeroom, but you're gonna have a clean storeroom. Right on. 
And then other projects could be, you know, develop a process for onboarding a client better. You know, decrease the onboarding of every client by a day. Like, what's that going to do to your bottom line? It's mm. like, that's huge. So good, I, and and I know at Insep we're in talks. I know we want to we want to get involved in the near future. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, for um, sure. Hearing that in, in a time where, um, you know, for business owners, leaders, uh, principals that are watching, there's a lot of chaos out there, right? And so by getting more measured, more specific, more regimented, process driven, like you said, I think that really mm-hmm. opens a lot of doors and creates. I think it's awareness, right? So what do you think about awareness in terms of knowing what you're doing? Like you said, right people, right see kind of thing. Well, awareness is all, it's funny. I have a client the other day that gave me a line, gave me a little nugget that I've been using every day. Says, if I can see it, I can shoot it. I'm like, wow, okay. We unpack that a little bit. And what what it really means is, you know, something feels weird in the business. Okay, well, let's analyze that. Let's figure it out. Let's really look at the expenses. Let's look at where we're spending the money. Oh, you know, our expenses for whatever is too high. Now I can see it. So now I can shoot it. So now I can figure out what I'm going to do, how I'm going to make the business better, faster, stronger. It's all about hitting ceilings, right? Yeah. So you hit a ceiling, you try to work your way out of the ceiling. We have a bunch of different tools for doing that. But once you figure out what that ceiling is, then you're on your race to hitting the next one, right? Like we are on a race to hit the next constraint. Checkpoints, yeah. I love it when I have like the sales leader and the manufacturing leader sitting next to each other. Mm. Right, because that that friction is always so healthy and so great. You know, the sales guy says, "Hey, I've sold all that I can sell because man, I'm constrained in manufacturing." Flash forward a year and a half, manufacturing's like, "I built a new factory for you. Where right. where are the additional sales?" Right. And it's that laddering up that grows these beautiful businesses. Wow. How did you find yourself in the OS, Stas? I don't know if I've ever asked you that. You know, yeah. on a podcast or personally, I'd, I'd love to learn. That. So I. Actually, when I was in these offices here. Okay. Yeah, that's right, because you right? used to work in this building. I used to work in this building. So I was a fractional chief marketing officer and I joined Vistage, which is a peer-to-peer CEO network. And they in Buffalo, there's a trusted advisor network. So we are trusted advisors to the businesses of Buffalo and we support all of the other CEOs and COOs around Buffalo in the Vistage that are in their own Vistage groups. And in my group, there was this crazy guy named Jim Wardlaw, mm-hmm. who was the guy that brought EOS to Buffalo. Jim's an expert EOS implementer, so he has over 500 sessions. He's the best of the best. Wow. And he would bring me into companies that ran on EOS and needed help in the marketing seat. Wow. So he would come in and say, hey, I have this new client. They're having some issues in the marketing seat. You're a fractional chief marketing officer. Why don't you come in and help them out? So I would do that, and that's how I fell in love with EOS. And he finally pulled me aside and said, you're a good marketer, but I think you'd be a better implementer than you are a marketer. So I sort of thought, well, thank you, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, so we started up what's called a firm model mm. in June of 2020. So Jim was super generous. So one of our core values is help first, and he is all about help mm. first. So he helped me with a couple of clients, uh, friends of mine. And we started and sort of fumbling into some EOS implementations. Both of those clients are still with me today. And then I went to what's called boot camp in December of 2020, became a professional EOS implementer. And then I think a year after that, maybe 14 months after that, I hit certified. So we have 
EOS implementers, professional implementers, meaning we've been trained, certified, meaning that we've reached a certain level of proficiency in a certain amount of sessions, and then expert, which is 500 sessions or more. Wow. I'm at about 120 sessions. Good for you, man. <laughs> I love that. And you said help first. I got a key in on that. Um, given the, the ethos of the podcast, right? So it's like give first, help first. I've, I've known you and seen you to be a connector. Mm-hmm. We were talking before we started officially recording this that I love seeing what you do on LinkedIn, you know? Um, I love that you put out, you know, hey, here's who, I'm, who, here's who I'm working with. Here's what they do. You should connect. You should reach out. So, you know, maybe it's not always explicitly said, but it's implicit in that, you know, look at this company, XYZ, you know, Inc., doing these great, you know, these great things in the community, the services, the products they're providing. Um, love to hear what more about what Help First, Give First means to you and how it's benefited your career and your growth. Well, you know, I mean, giving, you know, I'm sure it's tangentially benefited my career, but that's not what it's about. Same with you, yeah, right? You right. don't. It's give to give, you know. Give, I was just say give to give, baby, like speaking colloquially. That like slipped out of my mouth, but I'm gonna say it: <laughs> give to give, baby, because it's it's just the way to, to live. Sorry, that's right. Continue. I apologize. No, but yeah. that's how you live. Yeah. Right, and that's like that's a core core values are values that are core to you, not something that you sort of mimic or parrot or try to right. do to elicit some sort of response. Helping feels great. Right. So I have some pro bono clients that have said, listen, I think this could really benefit us. The thing that we're doing is benefiting a whole lot of people, but I can't afford you. Fine. You know, I have, you know, charities that are like, well, you know, we'd really want to do this. I think this would really help. We can't afford you. Like, fine. You know, I'll give you a discount, you know, pay the full fee. I'll cut you a check back for, you know, half of it, whatever it is. You know, it's all about if I can help their mission and they help people, that's sort of me helping more people. Mm. Right. And with businesses, I had one that said today, like an email today is like, I, we can't start EOS right now, you know, finances, whatever, we're doing another big project. And I said, okay, yeah, that's cool. You're running this big project. You should really start running level 10 meetings. So why don't I just coach you up on level 10s? Wow. And his response was, okay, how much? And I said, nothing, like, so I'll just nothing. Dial it in, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's gonna take me a couple of hours. I can always find a couple hours in my day. Right. It's cool. I actually have invites um, for help first hours that are available only on Mondays because I protect Mondays. Mm. That's where I have my meetings with my other EOS implementers. That's where I have to do all the blocking and tackling with the business, you know, the books and all of that stuff. So I just protect Mondays. So I have 52 of them. So I open up help first hours. So they're 50 minute blocks. Um, I'll give you a link. You can feel free to share it. Wow. And whatever you want to talk about wine for 50 minutes i'm down you know you want to talk about eos something else you know i've stubbed my toe so many times you know i started as an entrepreneur when i was 13 and 50. so i have crashed into the parking lot more times than i care to remember so i can tell people that you know this thing you're about to do has a high likelihood of crashing into the parking lot because you've seen it you've lived it you've experienced i've done it yeah Yeah. It's tough to describe what skinning your knees feels like, right? Yeah. That's why you, That's you with it. kids, you have to just let them do it. Right. And then wash it and spray it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just I just want to call out to the listeners. I mean, to protect, you know, it's a, it's a defend your time mindset, right? So Mondays for you to do that, even operationally, I think is a, is a great takeaway for those that are watching and listening. And then that give first, that help first kind of mindset where you carve that, that block of time. 
um, to speak with folks that that you know may may not be able to afford you or are just trying to learn about EOS or mm-hmm. have seen you on LinkedIn or have heard about you through the great network that you've built over your years in, in business. But you've helped me build, you know, and and you've helped me build, and that's the beauty of it all, right? It's that this this reciprocal bilateral thing. And again, I, I used to say, give to give, not to get, right? Give to give, not to get, True. and. Um, you know, it, it sounds cliche, but when you really immerse in it, it does work. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm starting to see, so, so, you know, being 31, um, about 10 ish years into my career, I'm starting to see the last 10 years start to really convert and, and start to kind of, um, I guess I, I, I call it turning social capital into real capital or financial capital. Right. So it's like you know, opportunities are starting to show themselves, you know, uh, awareness on what I'm doing, the projects I'm involved in. It's pretty cool to see. So. I just, I just love that you said that about how you spend Mondays and it's something I candidly used to do when I've gotten away from, cause again, that chaos that we're all living through, um, there's a great phrase, go ahead. Sorry. If you don't protect your strategic time, nobody else will. No one yet. No one's going to do it for you. Right. So no. you have to protect it. Right. Because like, seriously. No, I know. If you can run your business on 40 hours a week, you can run your business on 35 hours a week. Right. Find the time. Find that 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 time you're spending, uh, you know, surfing uh, Amazon to buy whatever. You know, as right. a, as a funny example, and 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 cut that down, carve that down, so that you can make time to actually do some of the things you're doing. Like you say on Mondays, with that help first. So yeah, a link would be great um, for those that are watching, listening. I think that'd be really cool for folks to connect with you. And, sure. Um, you know. Well, plus it's like you know, it's like Christmas, yeah. right? You get you get that pop up on your calendar. Yeah. You're like, who is that? Right. Like that's gonna be fun. Right. You just walk into it saying, hey, I'm Stoss. Like, yeah. what can I do for you? Yeah, exactly. I love that. Uh, yeah, here to serve kind of mindset. Kind 100%. Of thing. That is so good. That is so good. Um, curious, again, a, a lot, I'm, I'm going to keep calling back to this camera, uh, to, the, to the folks watching and listening, and the microphone, that is. You know, we're sitting here, captive audience, entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, even aspiring entrepreneurs. You, you, you mentioned they're kind of seeing, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. You've lived it. You've seen it. You've done it. What are a couple things that you might impart, both the positive, and maybe the not so positive, for folks to, that are listening that could help them achieve growth in their in their lives, their careers? What are some things that come to mind for you? Good um, and bad. Assumptions are bad. Assumptions are always bad. Oh, I like that. Um, you know, entrepreneurs tend to be super smart, super quick thinking, and um, maybe lack the acute empathy that you might want. I've been working diligently on that for the last half a dozen years. Wow. And so assumptions are terrible. If you can actually engage in a conversation, you learn so much about the other party, you learn so much about yourself, and you learn that a lot of your assumptions were way wrong. So that's one, don't assume. Mm. Uh, Two, um, confirmation bias is a terrible thing. Give you a quick story, our hot sauce company that uh, I'm proud to be a part of. A couple of 40 to 50 year old guys that like hot sauce and golf were sitting around creating a Facebook audience, which was 40 to 50 year old guys that like hot sauce and golf, (laughs) right? To start that. Right Right, so we created the ad campaign and off it went and you know, return on ad spend was okay and it was fine. We changed up the creative and dummy um, reset the thing and didn't put in the gender filter. Mm. Guess what happened? Women outbought three to one because women are the decision makers on the hot sauce. Wow. So it was like, fascinating. Okay, how about a little bit of buy? You know, that's a, that was actually a focus group of one, right? Just three yeah. of us. Just that. Yeah. Useless. Wow. Right? So yeah. it's just confirmation bias. 
Interesting. Don't so understand. try to avoid confirmation bias. Actually get numbers. Actually get data. Figure it out. What you think may not be real. Yeah. A lot right? of times emotions involved in that too. 100%. Or just, you know, prior thinking, dogma, if you will. That's right. Um, wow. So those two. So um, those are the two negatives. Yeah. The positive. Yeah. The, the positives are write it down. Write it down and get some accountability buddies. Mm. Whatever it is. You want to lose 10 pounds? Tell your wife you want to lose 10 pounds. Weigh in every day. Right? Right on. Um, you know, in EOS, we have the, the VTO, right? The Vision Traction Organizer. You've seen it a yes. hundred times. It's so good. Right? So the vision portion, sort of the five questions on the vision portion, what are the core values? Those, those like tenants that attract and re- repel people. What's our core focus? Mm. Right? That Jim Collins said it best. Companies don't die of starvation. They die of indigestion. From good to great, right? Right. Good to yeah. great. You know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's so good. Right? Like uh. you could have a golf podcast. But you don't. But should I? Right. But yeah, I could, you? but should I? Probably not. That's a good, such a good, even just for me, I got to just pit stop for a second and just ingrain that into my brain because that's something that I see so often. Like, oh yeah, I could do that. Right? How many times do you, Stassi, you ever thought of doing this? You should do that. You should do this. hundred times. And it, and, it, and it gets in your head and it's like, well, what voice am I listening to? My own internal voice or the voices that are around me? And so... You should, but you know, you could, but should you kind of thing? I right. love that. Sorry, I just want to pit stop there. No, that's good. right. Very good. So then, you know, and then after that, you start talking about your 10-year target. You know, you talked about where you were 10 years. You know, you're an overnight success. It's only taken a decade in the making or 31 years in the making. Right. You know, you create a 10-year target and you aim at it. Yeah. You know, you just aim at it. It gives you an aim point. Hmm. And then you get into your marketing strategy and your three-year picture to give you sort of that up high 50,000 foot view and then you flip the page over and you get to the traction portion of a one year plan. Mm. Like what are we actually going to accomplish? Top line, bottom line, what are the goals? Mm. And that's what you hit. And then 90 day rocks. What are the things I have to do in these 90 days to set me up for these annual goals? If they don't align, don't do them. And then your issues list, right? Issues, opportunities, all the stuff that you're not dealing with right now, but you just want to park somewhere. It's a huge asset, right? So good, Stas. Can I ask you, I appreciate you going through those, uh, the good, the bad. Sure. Were you always this process oriented? I sit here and I listen no. and I, okay, so good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because, you know, you talk about the setup and, you know, yes, it's somewhat process driven and repeatable. We were talking also how the new office and everything will have a setup and it'll be a lot more process driven. But I sit here as someone who I, find, I sometimes, and I'm sure there's a lot of people here that feel this way are, here, 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 everywhere. Yep. And um, I said, you're listening to you. And I'm like, wow, like Stas, you just able to rattle all these acronyms and plans and timelines. And, uh, you know, it yeah, just, that's all I do. Yeah. And, and so that's, and that's the point I was getting to, yeah. right? It's like, uh, it's the one thing, there's a book called, I forget who it is, uh, the guy, the, one of the founders of a, of a big time real estate yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. It's called the one thing, like Gary right. Keller, maybe. I think it's one of the the, the, Could the, be. the, the I don't authors, remember. but it's the one thing, yeah. and it's all about doing one thing. Mm-hmm. And so, just if you could speak to that, you're you know, again, I asked you earlier as I ranted on, were you always this process oriented? You said no, no, not at all. So we, you know, in EOS we talk about burning the boats, right? And it comes from a story of, I mean, I'll, I'll butcher the story, but basically yeah. the story, the the gist of the story is there was an island that was mineral rich that everybody wanted to conquer. And they would show up and they would try to conquer the island and they would be repelled by the islanders because they could see them coming literally miles away and they would fortify and away they go. And one general once arrived on the shores of this island and looked at his team and said, burn the boats. 
So they understood clearly the only way they were getting home was using the other people's boats. Crazy. Right. And they won and, you know, so goes the story, sure, right? Sure, sure. So goes the folklore. But the analogy of burning the boats, you know, I was building CRMs. I was doing fractional chief marketing stuff. And, you know, I really leaned on my Vistage group. And I mm -hmm. sort of said, you know, I need to transition out of CRMs. They're not as lucrative. I'm not as good at them. You know, it's not part of my hedgehog concept of like, what can I actually be the best in the world at? You know, in quotes. Sure. And um, someone in my group said, burn it now. I said, well, no, I'm going to transition out. He goes, what's the difference? You're leaving anyway. Just burn it now. Why? Are, what's in your way? I'm like, wow, I guess just head trash. And I did. I went back to the office and sent emails to all my clients. I said, I'm no longer doing CRMs. You know, let me refer you to someone. Let me refund some money. Like, let me do whatever it takes. And then I got to singular focus. Wow. So How's it feel? Incredibly liberating. Mm. Just one thing. One thing. So easy. Hey, Stas, would you do nope. A? Would you do B? No. Nope. Would you do C? Would you do D? Not no, I do A. Yeah, I do A. I do EOS implementation. And I only do it purely. Yeah. Right? So people will say, well, can you tailor it to this? Can you tailor it to that? I don't know how to do that. I know how to implement EOS purely. I don't know how to implement EOS the way you want me to do it. Mm. If that's what you want, I'm not your guy. Makes it so easy. It's so easy. And so empowering. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So one focus, everyone listening and watching. <laughs> well, it, uh, over I time it takes I, time. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lots of different stuff that happens in it, and you know, you're reacting to a lot of stuff. And but in terms of what what's the thing that I do, you know, I help business owners get what they want from their business. Period. Full stop. One sentence. So cool, right? Fifteen words or less, not even ten yep. words. So good, so good. Um, this has been so good. I pre I said so good like 12 times in a row. <laughs> um, really, this is fascinating. And I appreciate your candor and, and openness to speak to the things, you know, like you mentioned, just, you know, it, it takes a lot of, I, I, in my opinion, it takes a lot of internal fortitude and confidence to be able to say like, you know, I've seen it, done it, failed, crash, burn in the parking lot, as you said. And here I am standing a strong, you know, the best version of myself, professionally, personally, whatever it is. And um, there's a lot of power in that. So kudos to you. Thank you so much. Kudos. Um, Cool. And in closing then, Stas, where do we find you? How do we connect you? Mention a link. We'll find that. We'll put it in there for, for those those help first kind of mindset calls or whatever. But yeah. So I'll, um, I'll, I will put up my my help first link on LinkedIn as well. Sure. Uh, you just sort of made me think of that. So I'll put cool. that up um, at some point, probably tomorrow. Sure. Um, well before the podcast. Comes yeah, out, yeah. So it's fine. A little ways away. Um, yeah. You know, Stas Balanevsky, pretty easy to find. On LinkedIn, connect with me. Uh, you know, let me know you saw me on the podcast, and I'm happy to help. Awesome, cool. Well, um, again, really enjoyed it. Thanks for being here. And so, this is yet another exhilarating conversation here on the Insight Connect podcast, where we talk all things community and commerce. Stas, great to see you. Thanks, Thanks for coming in the studio, and we will see you on the next show. Take care, everyone.